On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I focus on just one thing, the five super basic areas of life that I'm focusing on right now to create drastic change over the coming months. Welcome back, what's going on? This is episode number 12 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. For 52 weeks between the ages of 24 and 25, I'm going to be recording and releasing a weekly podcast to see just how much my life can change in a year. This is the story of growing a business, of growing as a person, and it's a completely honest view into my life as I attempt some fairly unusual things. And this episode right here, is all about week number 12 in that journey. Okay, welcome back if you're a regular listener. The time is currently two minutes past two in the morning. I'm sat at home in Corby, it's a Thursday night, a couple of hours before this episode is set to go live, and as always, I'm only just now sitting down to record it. So let me fill you in on what's happening. You already know that along with Richard and Alex, I run Dream, a marketing agency based in South Wales, and we're currently, as a business, in the middle of a super busy period. And that's the same every quarter at this point. So with all of our clients, we work to 90-day marketing plans, and they typically fall into the the four quarters of the year, right? So we're currently uh, just a little over halfway through the first quarter of the year, which means we're just over halfway through all of the marketing plans for all of our clients. And that means that everything is in full effect right now. So we're as busy as we get at this period in the quarter. And alongside that, this week I've had a week of meetings, which has pulled me personally away from practical work and management and so on. And that swallowed up lots of my time that I'd otherwise have spent doing. And also to compound onto all of that, we're also working on a project that has a crazy short timeline, which although it's exciting means that I'm needing to invest time around all of our current fixed working schedules to make sure that we also deliver on that project. And so work-wise, everything is being taken care of, but that means that non-essential things, things like this podcast, get rightly pushed to the back of the queue. And so here I am at now three minutes past two recording this episode. Um, And with that said, it will probably be quite a short episode um, but before we get into it, let's talk very quickly about what I've what I've been up to in the last week. Um, and to be honest, not a lot. Not anything too unusual. Like I hinted at uh, when I sat down to record last week's episode, the week that we're talking about right now, uh, that being last week, was a very uneventful one. It was spent in the office, sat down at my desk producing work for our clients, uh, working together with the team at Dream to produce things, to to strategize things and just doing the work, right? Uh, we also sent out a couple of proposals and it was a very, a very office-based week, which I said last week was nice um, when, I, when I touched upon it. And it is nice to have a week every now and then where for the five days of the working week, I literally just get to sit at my desk and work because they're becoming more and more rare. Um... And on a personal level, last week was spent firming things up, firming up some of my habits to ensure that I'm not dropping the ball on personal areas of my life um, at the cost of 
the, the ambition of the business or vice versa make sure that you know the the ambition that we have as a business isn't making me drop the ball on personal areas of my life and so in this probably quite short episode that's the one thing that i want to talk about because it has been the dominating uh, narrative through the last week i want to talk about my personal life and this time around i don't mean super personal i don't mean relationships or family or anything like that this episode isn't that kind of episode when i say personal life in this context i mean the the level below that the habits the routines the behaviors that underpin everything i do now look you already know that i make a really big deal out of habits the first like six episodes of this podcast were basically me just talking about habits constantly um because I honestly believe that um, we are nothing more than the behaviours that we repeat consistently. And those behaviours behaviors that we repeat consistently are our habits. And so where I can, I don't allow myself to neglect my habits because doing so would be neglecting myself and my well-being and my performance and generally how I feel. But here's the thing. I make excuses. We all make excuses. Habits are easy to stick to, but that means that by their very nature, they're also easy to neglect. Now, I forget where I actually heard this quote, and I have to paraphrase because I don't know word for word what it was, but I once heard somebody describe habit formation like this. They said, to skip a habit for one day is a mistake. To skip a habit for two days is the start of a new habit. And so, in a sense we're only ever really two days away from turning a positively compounding habit into a negatively compounding habit. If you eat healthily for three weeks, that's great. But the second you go three days in the opposite direction and start eating shit again, that positive habit streak is behind you. It's irrelevant. And you're actually on a new road towards a less positive, completely different outcome. And we all know the consequences of our negative habits. At least, I do. But like I said, we all make excuses. Or at least, I do. Now, a couple of years ago, I would track my habits really closely. I had a big Google spreadsheet, and inside of it had something like 14 different daily habits that I would perform, all laid out, one below the other. And I would literally go into that Google sheet every single day, and... As I completed each task, you know, made my bed, I would tick it off. And the aim was to keep every box in that spreadsheet green to indicate that I had completed each of the habits every day. And in the end, I went for, I forget the exact number, but literally hundreds of days checking off the boxes one day after the other, creating some really strong habit chains. And that was at the time exactly what I needed to take my life from where it was at the time to a slightly stronger position to create a foundation to build upon to instantiate some sort of routine into my life and some positive habits and some behaviors that served me at the time that's what I needed whereas now I no longer have that crazy level of attention to habits because in a sense they're habitual I don't need to think about a lot of them so making my bed for example I would never need to track that anymore it's just a thing that gets done even actually this morning um 
had a meeting in Milton Keynes this morning, which means that yesterday night I stayed in a hotel in Luton and I woke up in the hotel room this morning and obviously the bed was about to be stripped, housekeeping was about to come in, sort the room out and yet habitually I still made my bed, a bed that was about to be torn apart and remade. I just, you know, that, that habit kicked in and I made it. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not tracking my habits in such a, a far away anymore because I don't feel I need to. But also the list of habits that I even think about is actually way smaller because I think that there are only really a few things that you need to keep an eye on to have quite a solid foundation in life. And as I was thinking about this, I think that they can be categorised, at least fairly roughly, into these categories. Sleep, nutrition, health and fitness, mindfulness and focus, and education. Now, I'm not suggesting for even a second that they are the only things that matter in life. Of course, there's far more. But hear me out. If you're looking after your sleep... There are countless health benefits that we've already spoken about on this podcast. And perhaps more importantly, in the immediate term, you're also going to wake up ready each day to take on whatever's thrown at you because you've had the appropriate amount of rest and you're just ready to go, right? And then if you're looking after your nutrition, if you're making sure that you're eating there or thereabouts the right foods and staying hydrated, you already know this, but you're going to feel better, focus better, perform better and overall be in a a stronger health position in the longer term. And then moving on to the next point that I mentioned, if, if you're rested from your sleep and you have the right energy sources, it's then way easier to keep on top of things like going to the gym and keeping active for the health and fitness that I spoke about. You'll have more energy at the right times. Um, and you know, by the, by the laws of compounding interest, the more you take care of yourself, the more your health and fitness will take care of you, which then puts you in a stronger overall position for anything you want to do in life again. And then you move on to mindfulness and focus, simple things like designing your work environment to help you be productive and do meaningful things with your time when you actually want to get work done and using things like meditation techniques every day to remain mindful and present that has countless benefits for your mental well-being overall output and in a sense over the long term your eventual achievements and then finally education now it won't come as any surprise to you that when i say education in this context i don't mean school and i don't mean university i mean self-teaching yourself topics that are of interest or that you know will get you ahead in your career or that are a part of a, a passion project that you want to explore i mean books and podcasts and youtube videos whatever it may be Once you take care of all of the other areas we just spoke about, you have way more time at the end of of your day to learn and you have the focus to dive into it. And because of your nutrition, you have the energy to actually make good use of that time that you invest in yourself. So in my view, they're the areas worth focusing on. They're the areas worth looking yourself in the mirror and asking yourself how you're performing on each, giving yourself an honest answer, and then doing whatever it is you need to do to fix up on the areas where you're lacking. Because again, in my view, getting those super basic things right is a fairly good recipe for building a strong foundation in life or re-establishing one, depending on where you're at. 
And so last week, when the things were a little bit less hectic than usual in my life, because I had an entire week sat down at my desk, um, I had a chance to do just that, to take a critical view of my life, to appreciate where I'd come in the past two and a half years, but also to ask, where can I improve? And the answer I gave myself is this, I love excuses. I know all of the things I should be doing, getting eight hours of sleep, eating the right foods, going to the gym at least four times a week, using an app on my phone called Waking Up for meditation because I know the benefits of it, keeping a focused work environment, reading and learning. But when I took a critical view of the last few months, the last few busy months, I had let things slip not by design, not by choice, but seemingly by way of subtle excuse. I'd say, oh, I'll just watch this one YouTube video, just this one, and then I'll sleep. But by doing that, that excuse, my sleep suffers. I'd say, ah, fuck it, I've eaten shit all week. It's a Thursday, I may as well start again. I'll start eating healthily on Monday. And that excuse, my nutrition suffers. I say, oh, you know what, it's raining outside, I'm busy, I fucking hate leg day, I'm just going to go to the gym tomorrow instead, and suddenly my health and fitness suffers. I say it's late, I can't be bothered to meditate, and plus, even if I try, I'll probably fall asleep anyway, so I'm just going to go to sleep, I'm going to not do that, I'm just going to go to sleep, and then my mindfulness and my overall focus suffers. I say, you know what, it's dark, this book isn't very interesting, I don't want to sit up all night with the light on trying to read this thing, I'm just going to go to bed. And my level of learning suffers. One tiny excuse after the other, I've let my habits slip. Not every day, but often enough for that curve I just spoke about to reverse. By breaking positive habit chains, I was essentially creating negative ones, because at least if you believe that everything is in motion and that if you're not moving forward, you're moving backwards, simply by the act of not doing something positive, by not moving forward, you are slipping backwards, right? So they were, um, though not explicitly, they were negative habits. And, you know, I don't say that um, everything is in motion thing is some sort of weird mantra to be constantly focused on nothing but results in life and to not live in the moment. I just mean that If you're not progressing, you're slipping backwards. And my excuses got in the way of my habits. And my excuses got in the way of progressing. And so last week, I did something about it. I've taken small steps to combat my excuses. To make the excuses redundant. And to remove my reliance on willpower. So for example, on sleep, where possible... And when I say where possible, I mean where I don't have a prearranged meeting early the next morning. I've pushed back the time I wake up in the morning slightly to ensure that when I get to the office by 9 or 10, I've actually had enough sleep to perform that day. There would be no point whatsoever in me turning up to the office at 7.30am if by 2pm I can't focus. I've made a change to improve my sleep. On nutrition, I took the time to plan out the calories that I need to be consuming to move towards my target weight. 
Um, and then I've worked out the macros on the back of that and I've spent an hour looking through the Tesco website designing a template meal plan that I know I can stick to every single day whilst I'm in the office that doesn't require an oven, that doesn't require cooking so that using generally whole foods I'm able to hit my macros exactly every single day without excuse. I've made a change to improve my nutrition. And then on health and fitness I've signed up to an online training course to reinstate some of the the accountability and the structure that I've lost since stopping working with a coach. Uh, I've got a six days a week blow by blow gym program so I know exactly what I need to be doing when and where whilst I'm in the gym and I've also joined as part of that a six week challenge to add some some excitement and a short-term goal into going to the gym. I've made a change to improve my health and fitness. On mindfulness and focus, I've made some even more subtle changes. I've added a push notification to my phone at 10.50pm every night, which is typically when I'm back at home, but still awake enough to be bothered to meditate, telling me to stop what I'm doing now. Now is the 10 minutes in your day to meditate. And I've also found a non-vocal house music playlist on Spotify, which... Uh, alongside a fairly bootleg pair of noise cancelling headphones from Amazon really helps me lean into work when I'm in the office. I've made a change to improve my focus. And finally on learning, I've started using an Amazon Kindle, which has a backlight so I can see at night time. And I've downloaded some books that I've been meaning to read for a while to add some interest back into reading. I take my Kindle everywhere now and I've managed to squeeze, I'd say on average, about one hour of reading into my days and evenings every day for the past week, which means that I'm probably reading at a rate, you know, faster than I have in literally years. So I've made a small change to improve my learning. Now look, the reason I tell you this um, is twofold actually. Number one, because it seems like I only ever speak about habits in the positive sense. I only ever tell you the good things that habits can do for you. And I, I, as always, want to be completely honest with this podcast. If there's something that that I'm, I'm not doing, that's also part of my reality. So if on episode four, I bang on about habits, but by time episode 12 comes around, I'm not sticking to them, I'm going to tell you. But secondly, I wanted to talk about this because I think it just demonstrates how easy these things are in both directions. It would be super easy for me to continue down the path of excuses. But it was also super easy for me to make those minor changes in my environment, which hopefully will push me down an altogether more positive path. And so whilst you're listening to this, if you feel like you might be in a bit of a slump right now, why don't you do the same? Look at those areas of your life to remind you they were sleep, nutrition, health and fitness, mindfulness and focus, and education. And ask what what minor changes can you implement to make marginal improvements to each of those things? Because from my experience two and a bit years ago, and hopefully again this time around, now I'm really leaning into it again, I can testify that those tiny improvements, when you add them all together and then compound them over time, make massive changes in your life. And so I will leave you with that this episode. Right, that's it. Um, 
It is now 20 past two. I am just about to go to bed. But before I do, before you leave, please stick with me for the next few minutes. I just want to say thank you for listening. I know I say that every episode, but, uh, you know, it's it's opened my eyes in the last couple of episodes, certainly, to hear uh, just how many people I know who are listening. Uh, a couple of people have reached out, uh, a couple of clients, a few friends. One person from school who I absolutely didn't expect to be listening is listening. There's just so many people, clients, friends, family and complete strangers who right now are listening to this and I just want to say thank you as always for giving me your time, for giving me your attention uh, and for joining in on what is a kind of ever-evolving conversation not only about my life but about your life. When I talk about something on this podcast it's great every week to have a handful of people message me uh, and start conversations about the things I've spoken about because like I always touch upon, we're kind of all going through this journey together. We're all kind of experiencing the same things at some point in our life. So with that said, do feel free to drop me a message if you want to talk about uh, anything I've covered in this episode. I am Spooner Sean on Instagram. That's S-P-O-O-N-E-R-S-E-A-N. And also drop me a message if you want me to send you in text format those five areas of life that I spoke about, because I appreciate that you know, if you're in the gym right now or if you're driving, it's probably quite hard to remember those five things. So drop me a message on Instagram and I will send you those five areas. And then, yeah, like I say, just just have a think and ask yourself, like I did in the last week, how can I make small changes in these areas that will have huge effects on my life? And just before we go, uh, if you're not already, make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button somewhere inside of Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It just means that you'll be the first to know each week when a new episode comes out and you won't need to go searching for it. Uh, and finally, as I always ask you to, and as you always kindly do, please do consider sharing this episode. Um, actually, let me do something in, something interesting, something different this week. Um, rather than sharing it on social, feel free to, by the way. But if you've enjoyed this episode, if you think that somebody will get value out of it, one specific person that you have in mind, there must be somebody in your life right now that you think actually, yes, I think that they would benefit from from improving their habits because that's all this episode has been about. Take, take the link to this episode and send it to them. Do me a massive favor. Do them a massive favor. Send this episode to them either by text message, by WhatsApp, by email, however you want to go about it. Just send this to one person. This week, I don't care about you sharing on social. I don't care about you pushing this out to the masses. Just think about the one person that might want to hear it and send it to them. And as always, thank you if you do do that. Right, I am off to bed. And then in the morning, got a day of work to do. And then tomorrow evening, I am off to Paris to see Stormzy on Saturday. I am sure I'll tell you all about that adventure in next week's episode but before then have a good week and i'll see you here this time next week for episode number 13 of life and lessons see you then
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.